You will sleep better than you have ever slept. You've never been this relaxed. Are you ready to change your life? I'm Rusty Diamond, certified hypnotist. You don't need to leave your house. You can stay in your bed. You can stay in your favorite chair. You just need a computer or your phone. You can get a hold of me. Stay at home. I'll make your life better. Hypnosisisgrade.com It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. Yo, man, boom, it's Rusty. What's up, everyone? Uh, for some reason, I always have to readjust everything, even though it's already adjusted. Welcome to the Public Access Podcast, the p- podcast here on the Rusty Diamond Podcast Network. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's changing. Stuff's getting better. Uh, let everyone know I'm a, I'm a hypnotist. I'm an old pro wrestler. Uh, well, I don't know if that's the right word word in there. It makes me sound like I'm old. Um, I kind of am, but I used to be. So, uh, yeah, I did pro wrestling stuff, uh, comedy stuff, other stuff, mu- music stuffs. So anyone, uh, you know, is interested. I don't know. Fuck. Give me a call. Uh, also, yeah. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. What's that matter? You're going to know who I am eventually on the show if you're going to listen if you're going to stay here and if you're uh listening to a podcast if you're listening to this and you're like dang what does this guy look like i want to know you can go on youtube search it you'll find the public access podcast if you're watching this on youtube and you're like fuck this guy he i don't want to look at a stupid face you go and you uh, put anywhere you listen to podcasts except for your super hipster one. I'm probably not on there, but anywhere else you'll find it and you can listen there because the content's good. So speaking of good content, speaking of my special guest, I have my special guest right here right now. And my special guest right here and right now is Wapo Grande. What's, What's going on, Rusty? How's it going, man? What's up, man? I'm doing uh, pretty great, man. How about yourself? Not too shabby, not too shabby. Living life, you know. Yeah, I, I feel like I got to get all fidgety before I, I sit down. Because, um, yeah, it's probably not going to be for a bit. Uh, you know, one of those things that's good is stretching, uh, but it doesn't always doesn't always happen. It's something that should if you've... Uh, been in wrestling it's probably yeah. a good thing to do oh definitely yeah i mean not that i practice it every day but it should be you know it's like it's like right. good eating habits yeah you should right. do it yeah <laughs> should, uh, but yeah it doesn't happen i don't know uh like uh you know in theory like ddp yoga like i don't know if you've ever 
tried that? I have. It is intense. Like, that was the it, first kind of yoga I ever tried. And I was like, why am I sweating so much? And I was like, oh, wow. I guess this is, like, super intense. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, dude, it fucking works yeah. great for uh, for that. And, like, especially, uh, like, some of those ones in your back. It's like, okay, that's that's good, oh, yeah. man. We can fucking take. DDP yeah. Yoga. Not a sponsor. Yet. Not not yet, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I it's happened a few times I've tried it, but I mean, yeah, every time I've been like, man, that feels good. And then I'm like, okay, well, yeah, I'll probably do it some other time. And then it just kind of, yeah, just three years later, <laughs> yeah, slides out. But um, so where uh, have you you've been on a lot of podcasts? What's your podcast in history? I, uh, so I've been on a couple. Of... Yeah, I've been on a couple podcasts. I've been on a. Uh... Strain of strangers and friends podcast um by chubby elvis uh he's a big guy on tiktok uh then a couple the mickey c experience so i've had my my share of a couple of uh, podcast interviews okay so if uh if people need to get more information about you they can go uh yeah they can definitely those out. a quick google search with guapo grande is yeah uh, not not only a good way to do it, but it's also safe for work. So, <laughs> right, which is good. You know, can never never be too sure. And you, you know. Um. So then you probably have like I'm trying not to do questions that you've probably been asked on podcasts, but this is out of my own curiosity. Where where did you do your training? Uh, Or start, I guess. Yeah, so I started uh, training wrestling at East Coast Pro Wrestling in Lake Hiawatha uh, in New Jersey with Gino Uh, Caruso. So it was in 2011, 2012. So it was right after I dropped out of college. And I was like, "Ah, you know what? I'm just going to do it. And I dropped out of college to become a professional wrestler. So, I mean. Cool, man. I, I have no regrets. It's, it's you know, got me to where I am now. Every every decision I made, every breath I took landed me where I am now, and I'm very happy. You know, it, it took so, you know, it took a lot of mental health training and, you know, soul searching, but here I am, you know, I'm living my life, you know, working in the indie wrestling scene, married, and been on Netflix. Not a lot of people can say that, so. Married I mean, to wrestling uh, as well. Married to wrestling and to a beautiful woman. So both, okay. both, <laughs> both, both very, very successful in my, in my eyes and in my heart. <laughs> so, uh, quick side note, did you drop out of college to pursue wrestling or did you drop out of college and then pursue wrestling? Um, I would think a little bit of both. I, I just like went to college to go through the motions, but like, it was my second year. It was my sophomore year of college, and I was just like burnt out. I was like, "This is not what I want to do." Like, I, there's nothing in in college that any major that was for me. I went. I was a communication major, so like that's like the broad spectrum of when you go to college. Like, you're all right. Yeah. What the fuck am I going to do? I'll be a communications major. So, I was like, "All right." I stopped college in like twenty twenty, like those fall of twenty eleven. Became a waiter to support my my training, and then. I started wrestling and it was a great. So, and then I, along that line, I figured I found out what I wanted to do as a side hustle. So I became a massage therapist along with professional wrestling. So I've had a lot of like shoot, uh, shoot, shoot, uh, careers as well. But now in my, my day to day job, I, I work in supply chain. So I, uh, okay. I, I got a lot of, I got a lot of experience in a lot of things. I went to school for a little bit for, you know, EKG reading and, 
phlebotomy. So just in case the end of the world happens, I have a lot of skills to keep me afloat and needed in the community. <laughs> well, I mean, how good was it when you dropped out of college? How happy were you? Uh, or did it did it register? Because like now it's easy to go back to be like, dude, it, I'm, fuck yeah. Like, what was I doing there? Like, I, I tell people that drop yeah. out a, a lot. Um, I so. I think I think it was much easier for me than I I intended. It's just like I just knew like from like high school, like college wasn't for me. Like I I just was not a fan of school. Like I just was not a hit the books kind of guy. Like you know I I got by by my personality and I got by like you know just because like I was able to do enough to get get good grade enough like c's to graduate and like that c's get degrees you know <laughs> right <laughs> sometimes yeah sometimes d's do too but yeah. uh... <laughs> so, we we yeah. didn't have d's in my in my high school it was, it was c's and then fail <laughs> oh shit okay yeah we i went to uh, um a high school in north bergen well now it's in seahawks in new jersey but uh it's like a it's a like an honor school. So it oh, was, shit. so it's like ABC and then not an F it's called, it was called NA uh, after, after that. So uh, it was like, Just, all right, see, you've got degrees, baby. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it does uh, somehow, man, somehow like, fuck it. You know, um, it's, I don't know, man. Yeah. School was fucking, yeah, I don't know why like, I went as long as I did. Uh, you know, Yeah. It's like, it's so many years of your life. I mean, I, I guess, you know, for the fundamentals, like ABCs, one, two, threes and stuff like right. that, but not used calculus. But I, I use the word, I use the word mitochondria quite a lot in conversations as a metaphor. So I guess that, yeah. that I was like, when, when like my team's like doing good or from like trying to hype someone up, I'm like, you're like the motherfucking mitochondria of this team, man. You're the, the powerhouse of all cells. So that, <laughs> that, that's what I got going on that I took away from, from school. <laughs> that's, that's good. That, that's what you needed. It was that one, one little part. And, Just the uh, one thing. <laughs> the one thing. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think like, yeah, the one thing I got from it was, uh, buy land with water access. That was like the one thing I learned in school that I can like, now it makes sense like yeah you know 20 some years later it's like oh yeah well that's probably was a good idea but (laughs) yeah everything else man um so you you said netflix show what what was that what yeah so i was on netflix's easy bake battle uh the holiday edition so i i also have a youtube show called glob scrubs uh where I started in 2019 and it's like a restaurant review show. So I would show off like a, a restaurant's best carnivore dishes, vegetarian dishes and desserts. Uh, then the, then the schman dinner happened. And so I had to pivot. So I started cooking on the channel and I, from all my like SEOs and marketing, they, one of the casting agents found my, my channel and reached out to me and asked if I would be interested in the show. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so the, uh, they vetted me and they went through, you know, the casting process. I got on the show and it was, it was fucking awesome. I loved it. It was, you know, I am, I am meant for the camera. I'm a natural born entertainer. Yeah. You know, I started doing stand up in high school, then did, uh, learn yeah. improv and wrestling. So like entertaining is part of my lifestyle. 
So when you were doing stand up in high school, like, so did was it like because you know most of us at a bar? Did you were you like that that kid who would be in there and the? So I was reluctant enough. My my high school had a stand up comedy like program for 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 the students. So I, that's Whoa. where I started. Yeah. So we would do like open house shows in the school, and then like I did a couple shows at like Rutgers University, and then open houses and like when I was in college and different you know bars and stuff. Then had a lull. And, uh, you know, then I found, and I was like jumping right into wrestling. So, which helps, yeah. you know, you, you got to have some kind of mic skills to be in wrestling. So stand up kind of help, help me with that as well. Uh, yeah. As well as the improv thing. Exactly. Got, yeah. Um, I mean, and the improv is fucking, I don't know. I, I feel like improv was more fun than stand up. Stand ups, like, and I felt like the people that I was hanging out with more of the, improv crowd i i think were oh yeah was like a better fit i um, i i think when you, when you have two groups of people stand up crowd like and you're not like doing the work you're just like hanging out outside the the club i think improv friends are much less uh self-deprecating <laughs> than stand up uh, stand up friends because like it's just two different worlds <laughs> yeah and you're like when you're with your stand-up friends, it's like one it's like out depressing the other person. Right. <laughs> and then everyone together and then everyone puts those stories yeah. together and it's like, Oh shit, man, what am I doing here? Like, <laughs> I need something I need something happy right now. I go home and uh do something else. But yeah. um so so then okay, so to pivot back then uh to your the show. So what what was your like did they like you know have a story or something for you like was it like tell your story and uh, or you just come on there it's just like you're 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 the guy you're here to fucking bake and uh yeah yeah so i i didn't really what they filmed and what they showed there's a lot of stuff they cut out so i guess like the just throughout the editing process they like just kind of like got more to the point like you know we had a lot of interviews that we did on camera and just, you know that was like a lot of personal stuff uh, like not personal but like more like in detail of who yeah. the cook was um but i guess they were just you know cut for time or whatever so i was just like the the sweet the sweet fat guy that <laughs> that got eliminated you know <laughs> did you get eliminated fast yeah, it was first round elimination. I it's a, it's a cooking show, oh. and I was like anticipating. I'm a really good cook, but I suck at baking. And my first thing I had to do was bake, and I was like, "Fuck!" Oh, <laughs> so yeah, they're two different things. Oh yeah, they're cooking. two very Co- different things. Cooking is an art. Baking is a science. You know, I always say yep. that because you can fuck around with cooking and you know make something good, but like baking, you know, if you you choose the wrong flour, a whole you know. The whole thing can go to shit. So yeah, or you measure something like that would you know, like with cooking, you uh, like if you want a little bit more spice, you pull a little more spice in. But if you put in a little bit more uh, flour or something, then the thing just turns into the shit pile. And like, exactly, it's like well, there's so much gray area to work with with cooking. Well, well, baking is just black and white. And it's like all yeah. right, well, <laughs> got to roll with the bunches. Yeah, and so like. uh did they have you like interacting with other people in the show or were you, uh, yeah. so it was three, um, 
so there was two contestants with me and we were all cooking at the same time in the same kitchen. And then the, uh, the host was, um, Anthony, Anthony from Queer Eye. And he's such a sweetheart, such a nice guy too. And I was like, Oh, thank God. Cause sometimes you hear stories about like, you know, celebrities being dicks in real life. Yeah. When you meet them. But he was, he was a real sweetheart and I was reluctant, <laughs> starstruck and reluctant. <laughs> I just like, all right, this guy's cool, man. This guy. Yeah. Make it a little more fun. And, yeah. uh, so then, so there's three of you and then they cut you like the first, the first, first round. <laughs> so of only three people. So like, so it's, so one person it, gets cut it, and then it's kind of like a jeopardy system where like my episode is like the fourth episode within, but there's like different rounds in each episode and the person okay. who wins the two rounds goes on to the next episode. So I was with someone who won the previous episode and then it was two new people, me and some other woman and we were fighting against her, not fighting against her, but competing against her. So it's like a round Robin almost. <laughs> okay. Good. Thanks for the Jeopardy analogy, man. I, I'm I'm a big Jeopardy fan, hey, so no it problem. <laughs> works out. Works out okay. Um, yeah, dude, it's fucking. Uh, so, like, what? I mean, after that, like, being after, like, after like that show aired, like, were you getting like random people, uh, like different people, like? Uh, you know hitting you up or anything or not, like not really I, I got a couple people like i i uh maybe got like 10 or 10 or 20 people like that like messaged me saying like oh like yeah you were freaking awesome me and my wife love you or me and my husband loved you and you guys you have like a great personality i'm like oh thank you so much but it was not yeah. the amount of the amount of stardom <laughs> right i was i was hoping for <laughs> but i mean like there's stuff that's like uh like I mark out for fucking weird, weird things like and, and like certain people like that, you know, like people may not fucking know at all. But then like it's like, oh, dude, that person on YouTube, man, or, yeah. like, uh, you know, like, you know, someone who did something a long time ago, like, oh, dude, like I know. But you. then, yeah, to anybody else, it's like, oh, OK, well, like, who the <laughs> fuck a, is this? Who the fuck niche, is this? It's a niche group yeah. of people. <laughs> right. I mean, so there's like a you know a cooking community though that like probably uh, you know is out there, um, and so, I don't know. So uh, so then yeah, they hit you up, and uh, I don't know because yeah, like you never know like what's what's gonna go. But then like, so how did that play over into wrestling? Did you get to be like? You know, like use that as, you know, bring it more into your gimmick at all. Uh, uh, like... So yeah, yes and no. Like people thought, like I would like make it like a like a chef gimmick and stuff like that. But my 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 shtick is like, nah, it's a food. I'm like a fat guy who loves food, you know. But I'm, I'm agile yeah. guy, so I'm the wagyu beefcake. You know, like you know, I. Yeah. I'm the rarest they come. You know, I, I got a lot of Marvel. Or I'm sorry, I got a lot of Marvel. For you to marvel at, so you know that's that's nice. my thing. There's still like a little bit of food into my gimmick, but it's not cooking right right now. You know, right gimmicks gimmicks evolve every yeah. every every second. So, you know, do, do you get to eat when you wrestle, or like uh, do you bring shit out ever? Or uh... 
I don't, but my my entrance music is about tacos. So, <laughs> oh, okay, cool, man. <laughs> but I, uh, I I always have a fear nice. of choking while I if I eat wrestle if I eat while yeah. wrestling. Though, like a lot of wrestlers will chew gum while they wrestle, and I just yeah. I'm like I, I can't, man. I I, no. I have like this fear of just being like. Oh no! Everyone's like, "Oh, it's part of the show. It's fine." <laughs> no, yeah, no, it's you not. see people and they're like fucking at the end of the match. You see them fucking still chewing the people. Like, where the fuck did that come from? Like, yeah. I had no clue you had a, a piece of gum because I mean, some people can spot that out right away and be like, some people are big sticklers about uh, not chewing gum uh, in the you ring. know, like in the ring. And then yeah, then there's some people that spit their gum out in the ring, and then uh, yeah, yeah. The only time I've ever stepped in gum was at at an outdoor show, and I was, but I I was a fucking bad guy, so it was it kind of worked out. (laughs) There you go. Okay, like that's not bad. Like fuck, man. So I got I got pretty fucking hot off of that, man. Yeah. (laughs) Why am I fucking stepping in glue? Not glue, but fucking gum. Like I'm have to fucking pull this shit off the bottom of my boot. Like trying to do that before I get in the ring, and then still like you know wipe wipe the fucking spend extra time doing that. I I believe uh, spend extra time wiping my feet on the apron before I got in. But a little bit extra time. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So let's see. So then, yeah, you got in like 2012, and so, and so you like up in the, you know, is that like, is that South Jersey that that you're in? Are you like more like central? I, I would say it's that's still considered North Jersey. It's like right North by. Jersey? Okay. Yeah, I was back by. So you know, it's like 20, 25 minutes from like the city in Hoboken. So like, it's, oh okay, it's it's still like a very northern part of the. Of this the state, okay. So yeah, and then it's really not too far for much. Yeah. So, but you know, since then I've wrestled in you know Connecticut and New York and Pennsylvania. So it's not you know it's it's a stepping stone because as a is an indie wrestler, you're not just you know you shouldn't be just wrestling for one company. You know, like you know, this isn't right. WWE. <laughs> like you're not getting paid the big yeah. bucks to stay one place. So. You know, and, and the the farther out you go, the more you know name recognition you have. So people, you know, be like, "Oh, it's Bubba Grande. I know that guy." Yeah, and um, you know, it's always nice to try to get over in a new place, man. Exactly. Especially, you know, it's a new challenge. Uh, you have to fucking try something out different. Definitely, and, and it, one thing that's kind of like reassuring because, like, when I first started out and stuff like i would always have like my family would always come to like the local shows to support me oh shit so, okay. so and i was i'm always like a fake i never really work heel so i always like have a pop when i come out so once yeah. like i have like a show in like connecticut or something where my like there's no no one there that bought tickets and i'm still able to get to like the, the crowd over it's kind of like a reassurance. She's like, oh, I guess I'm fucking doing my job good. Like, I guess, yeah. I, you know, I, I can you know, work the crowd, even though no one here knows me yet. <laughs> right. And I mean, it's just important because then you never know, like, you know, you never know what you're going to fucking get into. Uh, you never know what kind of fucking crowd you're going to have. You're going to have a crowd that loves everything you do and you go somewhere else and you're like, Okay, this working? is not working at all. I need to yeah. change what I'm doing right now. Time for that improv to fucking yeah, kick 100%. in. 
right. just, as I feel like, you know, I mean, I'm sure not, I'm not the first person I ever say this, but it's just, I feel like it might be harder to be a face or work a face than sure. to be a heel, man. Like, you can just get that cheap heat right out of the curtain if you're a heel. You're like, oh, this place yeah. sucks. Or you're like, when they go give someone a high five, like, psych loser. Like, right. Just cheap heat right away while is a face. You're just like, come on, I'm a So it's definitely After- something you got to like, digging for yeah after doing three flips off of something and then (laughs) (laughs) still no reaction like what do i need to do a topes and you're like oh my god they're not popping (laughs) (laughs) and next person comes out does a little dance and fucking crowd goes fucking nuts man yeah Um, all right it's the little things (laughs) yep and yeah i mean that's that's a good thing to learn uh you know with so many people do it and kind of do so much and such it's like know. it's like the smallest things can get you over you know i mean right. my favorite examples not not like saying it's a bad thing but like orange cassidy fucking genius man just like the, this the gimmick he has like fucking yeah. chain and chains part of our industry just like with the way like you know with this like little oh oh the shin kicks and stuff like because if I mean it was cool to see it in the indies, but then you saw it at like the uh, um, the first AEW pay per view where he's like doing it to like Tommy Dreamer and like the crowd is just fucking popping for it. You're like, yeah, fucking genius, this guy, man. Like, god yeah. damn it. <laughs> and then he has like, he goes right into that rival with Jericho. Like, what other what other like indie wrestler you know can like just go right into like a Chris Jericho rivalry? Like that was fucking awesome to see. Like. Because, yeah. I mean, that shows, you know, Jericho, you know, had to put his faith in this guy. You know, right. that's fucking yeah. awesome to see. Yeah, being able to, you know, put people over on the fucking... Like, I guess he, he's not really been coming down. Like, he's still, like, up there. Like, I'd oh, say, yeah. like, he's, he's still, like, you know, on, I guess he's, like, there. Yeah, he's, he's, he's still at his peak, you know? Like, he's... Yeah. Whenever you hear the... Whatever his theme song hits, uh, you can hear everyone popping. Like yeah, that fucking song, man. Uh, <laughs> it, it goes crazy, man. Even uh, on uh, uh, the show Cobra Kai. Uh, did you ever, did you ever watch that? Oh, show? I love I love Cobra Kai. Okay. I, I love when when Judas was in, or like that fat guy. Oh, it was Stingray. Yeah, Stingray. Stingray. He's pulling up to, to Judas. <laughs> Yeah, I I saw that and I was like, holy shit! Like, <laughs> and then then find out that he's like a huge wrestling fan. And, yeah, like, it's like, funny because I like I just watched a movie with him on Netflix recently, um, and like there was a scene where he's just like watching AEW, and I was like, oh my god! <laughs> I wonder yeah. if it's like part of his stipulation in his contract, I have some kind of wrestling reference. <laughs> Probably. Why not, man? Like, it's like, hey, man, easy to fucking uh, believe, I guess. Yeah. If it's what it is, um, yeah, man, it's fucking cruel as shit. Like that, he uh, he did that. I was like, okay, that that fucking, I don't know, that guy. You can't really do anything wrong. I don't think right now. I think French everything he's been doing has been pretty. And then like he just, who did he just have a match against? Um, orange. Was it orange? Like I feel like he just wrestled someone fucking uh, like within the last month. Um, you talking about Orange Cassidy, who he wrestled? No, no, oh, Jericho. Uh, no, no. Uh, How Cole Walter Hauser? 
the guy who Stingray. Oh, he had a match. Yaha. Uh-huh. Oh my god, I did not know that. Let's see. Who what? Was yeah. Um. Shit, I don't know who the fuck it was. Um. Maybe that's not his name. Maybe not Cole Walter Hauser. I don't know what his name is. Uh, Pat something Hauser. But um, yeah, dude, he just had a match. Uh, man, Stingray from Cobra Kai. Yeah, there we go, Stingray. That that'd be a better word. Stingray from Cobra Kai. Raymond Porter. No, that's his character name. Whoops. Paul Wal- Paul Walter Hauser. Paul. Okay, yeah, Paul Walter Hauser. Okay. Uh, indie match, indie wrestling match. Who the fuck is it? Um. Man, I can't think of who it is, man. That's gonna, I swear it was just someone, but, um, shit. I don't know, but he's, he's doing some match. I gotta I check that out. I gotta, I gotta take a look, see. That's yeah. awesome. Um, cause he came out and did a couple things for AEW, um, I think it was AEW, like a couple things. Like I think he maybe he did wrestle a match, like a tag match with someone. But I mean, I maybe you're just thinking another fat guy because I know Action Bronson had that tag match with Hook. That one too. He, that was he, a good he, match. They both did. I, yeah, I was pretty impressed, man. And I, I'm pretty happy that they're able to do some of the stuff with the the music rights uh, with some of those. Oh yeah, uh, definitely. Entrance musics like getting to bring some of that shit in and uh you know getting to have action bronson do your fucking that was dope. Uh, music is pretty sweet and then like like okay let's bring him in and have him do a match okay sure man Solid. Why, why the fuck not i mean they they like care about like little things like that i mean i mean even when they just do brian danielson's um final countdown one um just oh, like yeah. that one time i mean it's a one-time thing i remember my pop for it you know um god like, yeah, I wish they could have done it more, but I don't know what it costs. I don't know what fucking Europe's charging for. Yeah, you know. it's probably a lot yeah. <laughs> for, for, for TK to be like, all right, uh, we can only do this once, folks. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so he's fucking working uh, Matt Cordona. Oh, really? Yeah, which will be great. Yeah, I mean, what a co- what a glow up that man had, man, Matt Cardona, right? like. God, yeah. I'd love to see it. I mean, I would not. the The glow up was cool to see, but the shocking thing was how he did it. Like the King of the Deathmatch gimmick. Like I never would have saw like fucking Matt Cardona being a deathmatch wrestler, but he, he yeah. fucking you know watching all his GCW matches with like Nick Gage and stuff. Holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh my god, the woo 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 is gone, baby. <laughs> This guy has some some depth of what he can do, man. And uh, I mean, good on him for that fucking hustle, man. Oh, 100%. Fucking hustle, you. like fucking, why not? Why not, man? Just fucking go now, for it. So he's in collecting belts like no one's business, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um. So what's what's the fucking strangest place you've had a match, like the venue, I guess, or lack of venue? Uh, so I wouldn't say it's strange. It was just weird because we had a, I worked a match 
that was on top of like a it was like in a high school on top of a stage so it's like just like it's like a like a broadway stage so we're only working one side of the ring like it's so weird because like you know you're you're trained to work all four sides and but like you're just selling to this it's like perpetual hard cam and the hard cam is the audience and it's it was a cool thing but like you're like all right all right turn around turn around turn around (laughs) um other than that i i've been pretty reluctant um to have really like safe and good working environments i did recently do a show in connecticut with a 10 by 10 ring um it was in a bar so it was like a very small ring but it was like very cool because like it's like I felt so tall because like I was running the ropes and I did like two steps to or like I did one step and I had to yeah, hit the ropes. I was like, boom. <laughs> yeah. The, with OCW? Yeah, that was OCW. Yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I, I, I was doing one step, man. Like one step, just like turn, like, like, okay, that's, that's like, it, man. All right. Here we go. This must be what it's like to be like Big Show or Rick Ali. <laughs> yeah. It is fucking weird. Uh, and then the fact that you can fit in a, a place that's like smaller and uh, you, yeah, but the, the the crowd though is very hot and I like really, you know, cool. it was my first show I did it like worked at a bar and like it was oh, so okay. cool. Yeah, it was like very like, you know, everyone was into it. Like you can tell, you could tell like people who like didn't come for the wrestling like were, were yeah. into the wrestling. I guess that's like the showmanship of the sport, you know, like, you know, we are enticing your, your curiosity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I had some fucking old guy come up to me at that show. Uh, I think it was like a show or two, maybe, I don't know, like two, three months ago. Um, and he was like, yeah, man, I fucking don't, don't like wrestling. I never watched it, but like I was at the show tonight and I fucking loved it, man. Like, cool, man. Keep coming back. I'm like, this is my last show, but yeah. Keep coming back, man. Um, dude, I fucking, yeah. And it was a, it's a fun, fun group of people there, man. I liked, uh, I did like working there. I worked, I don't know, probably like, few shows for him i think before before i left but um yeah man fucking fun locker room um that crowd was into what they're what was going on and yeah so, and weird ring um which is cool man like yeah i mean that's you know it helped you it helps you like change up your game like you you, you can't be too stagnant with what you're comfortable with in this in this industry man right yeah and uh like like we were saying earlier, like the improv, like you need to be fucking ready. Like something that might get over one place, uh, wh- wherever is not going to get over in another. Um, like at, at one point, I had a like a, a hipster gimmick, and uh, like yeah, uh, back in Oregon, like uh, in one place, like in Portland, like it was one thing, but then you go like forty five minutes south into like a rural area. And you try to do that, and it's like, dude, you can't go and like do a, a hipster gimmick uh, <laughs> and try to be a fucking good guy. You're automatically a fucking heel. heel. <laughs> like, okay, good to know, man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know, man. It's fucking, you got to be on your toes. And sometimes, like, you do something like that, yeah, it works all the time, and then it just gets like falls kind of flat, and you're like, yeah, I mean, even okay, got to change what we're doing. 
even in like you know it's just like regionally like you know what's is it necro butcher nowadays is doing the like the the trump the trumper gimmick oh, over, shit. over in the south but if you come do shows in new york new jersey he's a heel like it's just like yeah it's very like you know regional like what can go over or not and i mean not for every gimmick but it's like yeah. crazy like the thing like you know one kind of specific gimmick will be over somewhere and then it'll just get you mad heat somewhere else <laughs> right and yeah i mean like um uh, i don't know man it's fucking just uh it's all over the place dude it's fucking you never know and like sometimes like like if you have a match uh that's you know every spot planned out and like something goes awry something goes awry and you're like okay well now what yeah, now no. i got fucking six minutes of fucking match left and they're not giving a fuck what we're doing right now yeah i think i don't think i've ever had a, a single match in the last 12 years that every pre every like spot was hit to a T. Like, I don't think I've ever had a match where, like, <clears throat> one of us forgot to hit, like, a spot or, like, had to, like, change it on the fly. And yeah. I, I think that's, like, because even, even when I was doing stand-up, I was like that. Like, I had my, I never worked off of, like, me, like, doing a, a joke verbatim. It was always, like, I work around the premise and then work the joke into it. Like, because yeah. if I was, like, all, like, ABC driven and I forgot B, I would fuck everything up. So like I take that into wrestling now. Like, you know, I when I first started, I I thought I'd be like, all right, you know, like Macho Man, like I you need to call everything before the match. You need to know what's happening. And now I'm just like, you know, if I had a match or two with someone and I really like know them, I'm like, Do you want to just call the shit on the fly? Like, you know, uh, it's I just feel like it's it's much better to do it like that way. It's more comfortable, like you know what they can and can't do. So like you're not forgetting spots, you're just like, you know, working with them letting letting the emotions go right and yeah making people uh i mean the whole job is to make whoever you're with like look as good as you can fucking make them look man you don't want to have them trying to do some fucking move set that they may or may not be able to do like you like oh i think i can like no let, let's just do well, something else. what have you done <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah what have you done that works and looks good um because i don't want i don't want you to try something you can try it uh try it in training but hold off on that for now it's probably not going to go as well as as we think it's going to go but yeah we're gonna do a spanish fly outside i'm gonna run in give or run back in the ring give you a you know second rope toe bay yeah. <laughs> double down outside yeah and then uh and then, then two count and then we'll you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> my my biggest like not biggest but like I feel so bad for Shawn michaels man we fucking our generation of, yep. of wrestlers murdered his fucking his his finisher. Super kick was like the way to go, and now just like part of every move set. So I'm just like, all right. So I made a promise myself I'll never do a super kick in any one of my matches. <laughs> yeah. I I haven't done one either, man. I, I've done uh done the the boot, the big boot. Yeah, but, uh, haven't done like the That's, super kick. Yeah, I I don't need my legs going like that. I don't need my legs <laughs> go like that anymore, man. <laughs> And it's like, you know, like, all right, well, I'll take a super kick, but I'm not, you know, kicking out of one. I'll like do a false yeah. finish, you know. <laughs> yeah. And plus, like, everyone's doing it, and so like, there, you know, same thing with like jumping up a bunch of stuff. Like, there's a lot of people who can do that a lot better than I can. Like, what would be the point of yeah me being be like it. the 
I'm not going to say probably even second or third best, but probably somewhere down the line. Like, why, why would I do that? Like when I could do something else that, you know, other people can do or other people can't really do as well as I can just kind of stick with that. And that's kind of what, what wrestling is. Yeah. That's kind of anything's about, you know, like find out what you can do where you're not. So I don't know. I, there's been a lot of people who are like, Oh man, you're like the new, fucking blah 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 insert wrestler here and it's like well shit like like i don't want to be a, the new blah 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 i want to be myself i want to be guapo yeah. i want to be the guapo grande you know <laughs> right and you're, you're the best one there is like exactly you know, like you gotta, you gotta take that man um so when you were figuring like i figuring out your your gimmick was it was that like the first one you you came up with and it's been that way ever since or did you have so you have something else i always i always had guapo grande when i started wrestling uh but like the road to getting guapo grande was like different i was like i was like all right what do you know i was like i went to school in 2010 like so i was like twitter was a big thing so i was like maybe i should be like hashtag chris greco because i shoot names chris greco um and i was like eh, maybe not i was like oh maybe i'll just you know you know keep my mom i'll do my mom's maiden name so i'll be like chris and glaze or something like that because i figured i always liked having the name chris just because like chris i was a big chris jericho fan like chris candido so like all right i'm part of this elite group of chris's you know (laughs) um and i was like all right well maybe not let me let me think about it and then i remember back in high school i used to i was talking to this one girl and uh uh, her parents didn't speak any English. So I was like talking to her mom one day and I was trying to describe myself. I'm like, yo soy grande, but es, es, es muy guapo. Yo soy guapo grande, you know? And I was like, I was thinking about that conversation and I was like, guapo grande. Okay. That sounds kind of cool. So now ever since that, boom, stuck. <laughs> Fucking that's how it goes, man. Like, all right, that's, that's what it's gonna be. That's what's working. That's yeah. What fucking get, get over. Um, go for it. Like, fuck yeah. And, and anytime, like, I, like I'll like make conversation with someone who's like not a wrestling fan, and they're like, oh, they'll be like, oh, they're like, oh, what's your what's your name? And I'm like, oh, Guapo Grande. They're like, oh, that's fucking that's such a good name. I'm like, thank you, appreciate that. <laughs> and it fucking works, man. Like, you go with it, and yeah. Uh, so, uh. So you mentioned, yeah, Chris Candido. Uh, so were you going to like shows and shit when you were younger? Like, were you going to? Yeah, we had a. Uh, so I grew up in Hudson County, New Jersey, which is like right across the river from Manhattan. So I would go to like uh, indie shows that were in like, you know, high schools and grammar schools, VFWs, because, you know, WWE tickets or WWF back then. Uh, it right. cost a lot of money. So like my sister, my sister and her now husband were bringing me to like all these like indie shows. I mean, I remember, I guess was Jace, the original like Jersey championship wrestling when I was, when I was a kid, I was going to, you know, I, and then other, other indie feds, you know, that would have like, you know, uh, Kevin Nash or Sam and just be billed and not ever to uh, or be billed for the show and be like, unfortunately, Sandman couldn't make it today. So, <laughs> uh, but it's like I it was cool. change. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I remember like the first time uh, I met the first ever wrestler I ever met was Disco Inferno, and that was like when I was like 
nine or 10 years old at a, at a like a, a indie show. And it's so funny. Cause like just thinking to myself, like the, like the 12 second conversation I had with him, I was like, this little fucking Mark fat kid talking to, to, to Disco Inferno. He's like, he's probably like, get the fuck out of my face. I'm like, you know, uh, it's just so funny. Like how like little things like that can carry over and like be such an influential part of who you are now, you know, like it's, right. it's so, it's so funny. It's like, where you start, where you started, now where you are. <laughs> yeah, that fifteen-second interaction, man, like with Disco Inferno, like that changed who you are. Yeah, you know, like, like changed where your, you know, your life was going. What you know, what decisions you made down the line because of a fifteen-second conversation with Disco Inferno, fucking <laughs> and when you're nine years old, like that's fucking cool man like and he he probably didn't think anything of it like he yeah. probably just like oh some fucking mark kid like doing okay. this fucking you know had how many conversations he has this you know every every weekend or something like that you know it's like all right just part of the spoke on the wheel <laughs> yeah but then here here it is now yeah fucking uh probably like what like 21 right now 22 something like that yeah me i'm yeah. i'm 31 31 okay yeah so it's been you know 20 20 some years since then and like it's that little thing you know he's still you know if you ever fucking run into him man you can be like hey hey man like uh so and and i see a lot in philadelphia not philadelphia and fucking new jersey like there's fucking conventions all the time like with the fucking you know the um old wrestlers and yeah like, dude i think i i would like to, i like to say that new, new jersey is like the the indie wrestling capital of the united states you know like i feel like most big big shows run in new jersey not like you know belittling any other state you're saying but like yeah i just feel like a lot you know the rawway center back in the day and now the mecca in Richfield park is like always something like you know people talk about and like have stories from so I mean, and if you watch IWTV, it's always, you know, something is in Ridgefield Park nowadays. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's fucking cool, man. Like, just always having something, man. Um, yeah, dude. Like, uh, and so, like, when I grew up, uh, it was like 1990 or 1991 until like, 20 or not 20 like 2003 or four somewhere around there maybe like yeah 90 maybe 91 to 2003 2004 like in oregon the um the wrestling and boxing commission like once once like the steroid trial stuff hit Mm -hmm. like they made it so like you basically couldn't have like any wrestling like at all so like nothing came there to Oregon, they're like like hardly any fucking really, yeah, just oh barely any fucking, like indie feds or anything, just sort of like somehow getting around and like even like in Washington too, it was um probably not until like the last five or six years that they couldn't the only place they could have met or shows were um basically like on a reservation or else like like they had a thing every show you had to have a an ambulance on site or else you couldn't run the show and like an ambulance to have on site is like a couple grand so like taking a couple grand off of fucking any show like what's the point of having those shows like taking two grand right off the top to that's wild you're not going to touch and uh 
Jesus. So like I, I see these places like in New Jersey and it's like, fuck dude, that's awesome. Like having that much, like all the time. And uh everyone fucking comes through. Like New Jersey's not that far from a lot of places. Like Yeah. And yeah, I mean it's it's nice. I mean like, you know, you're that one the, the one place in Richard Parts is like, you know, eight eight to twelve minutes from the George Washington Bridge. So you get a lot of New York folks like just running out of there too. So like yeah, it's it's very versatile state. Then you got all the Philly the Philly states running out of South Jersey. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fucking great. And then yeah, now the fucking uh, you know the fucking WrestleMania and shit uh, down there. Yeah, so that'll be a big weekend for everyone. Yeah, and it's fucking so cool, like that. Uh, everyone's once I started piggybacking off of that. I, I I enjoy it, man. Like I enjoy that it goes on for like a whole week, and they you know like, oh yeah, all these different things are you know added to it, and it's not just WrestleMania anymore. It's like it's WrestleMania, WrestleComma Mania. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking cool, man. So like anything you fucking want to go do or fucking uh, you know, it's not just. Yeah, you're you're there fucking for whatever, and um, I don't know, man. That's it's fucking crazy. awesome, you know. Like that's it's alive and well. I like the coolest thing right now for me is my niece, one niece. Um, she she's like full into like wrestling, but like indie wrestling because she she'll like watch WWE, but she she like comes to my shows and like the first ever show she came made her fucking just fall in love with it and like she'll know like all of ecpw's like events and going on and like all the like the wrestlers storylines and i'm like so proud proud uncle you know like i i mold i'm molding this child to be a wrestling fan (laughs) and i mean then you're you're right there man like with the you know big shows do like you're not fucking you're not part of that you're not in there like i don't know like part of it's the right word wording for that but like yeah, I mean, like, once I fucking got into indie wrestling and I was going to shows, dude, like, I didn't give a fuck about anything else. I just, like, this fucking promotion is all I care about with wrestling right now. Like, I was someone who was watching, you know, WWE fucking, like, every fucking week, man. And like, oh, yeah. I was like, well, why do I, I don't care about this anymore, man. This is fucking weird. Like, <laughs> it's just an indie shit, man. Like this is this where it's at, man. And but God, um, no, I, yeah, but but like within like the last like four or five years, YouTube I feel like really helped build a lot of indie wrestling and and stuff like that because you know, um, you, I mean, even with like the whole incidents, but like YouTube really brought up Joey Ryan. I mean, not I'm not you know right saying yeah. anything about but but you know like it's a, it's a perfect example yeah like and that got over like you saw joey ryan on a poster like oh fucking know this guy like you know <laughs> same thing with like orange cassie like yeah yeah i mean dude he was fucking booked everywhere yeah like, all every fucking week like the guy was like you know like two three shows every week all over the country all over the fucking world and then and so. yeah but uh YouTube works wonders. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. there be people that like never fucking watch wrestling or know what wrestling is. They're like, send me this. Hey, you see this video of this guy flipping someone with his dick? Like, yeah, yeah, I saw it. Yeah, like, I saw dude, it. like this, this is what wrestling is. Kind of. 
And now, and, uh, now some, like sometimes deathmatch wrestling is like I, I like I'm a I support deathmatch wrestling because like that's the one it brings me back to being a fan because I'll never do deathmatch wrestling but I enjoy watching it so like yeah. that that's like my like silver not silver lining but like that's my like fine line of still being able to be a fan of something without you know being like all right well this is part of the show because like there's a nice like divide of you know pro wrestling and then deathmatch wrestling where. You're like, all right, I don't know, I don't know, is what the fuck is this is like, like I, I'm not doing it. Like, I mean, my I used to work with Brandon Kirk uh, when I worked JCW back in the day, and now he's one of the biggest like in deathmatch wrestlers. And I'm like, fucking more priority. Him and Danny DeMonto, man, like huge ICW and no holds barred stars, and fucking I give them so much credit because they they go through a lot of shit that I am not willing to do. You know, hit them, Jeff Cannonball. Well, you know, and and it's it's very entertaining. Like I I love watching it. Like I I me and my one friend, I like whenever she comes over, she like loves ultraviolence. So we'll like just put on like oh, okay. we'll just put on like JC or GCW or you know a Schlack match or Nick Gage match. <laughs> yeah, and then those things too are fucking great. Uh, gifs or you know like little short form things like because it's the fucking some crazy move. Yeah, I've seen some of those go fucking. Man, you know. I mean, deathmatch wrestling has done wonders for the stock market in the light tube industry. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, dude, it's like fuck. Uh, like, oh man, these fucking uh, uh, LED lights are gonna put us out of business. Yeah, like, De- deathmatch wrestlers, like, wait, hold on a minute, we still got you. We'll <laughs> yeah, right. Fuck investing in GameStop. Put all your money in Phillips. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> Dude, yeah, then, uh, yeah, that's something. Like, but then I'm happy that I've never got hit with the fucking light tube. But I'm, like I said, like I love that people are doing that and fucking getting hit with light tube, so I don't have to do it. Yeah, um, they, it's like that. You know, these people crawled so we can walk <laughs> physically right. and metaphorically. Yeah, <laughs> like I remember when I was a kid, I stepped on a Christmas ornament, and it was the worst thing in the world. So I'm like. Glass is not my like like not my forte. Like yeah. I'll do I'll do chairs, trash cans. I'll even maybe think I'll think about a thumbtack spot, but glass yeah. the glasses is like I'm like I can't do it, man. <laughs> yeah, and I mean uh, and that's another thing too. Like knowing what some of those things actually feel like, like stepping on glass, and then so like with people like some of those matches, like. Some of the shit, like, people don't, like, the, the casual fan probably hasn't had happen to them, probably haven't had light tubes smashed over them, but probably, you know, have cut themselves on glass before. Yeah. Um, there's There was one that was going around for a while, the paper cuts, um, those yeah. ones. Uh, and, like, a lot of people know what a paper cut feels like, so they can fucking They're like, feel oh, that. Yeah. Um, but, and then like this also, like, then you know how to sell it, uh, you know, how to do that. And, but like with wrestling there, you know, some people in wrestling have never been punched in the face and I don't know how that, that happens. And then you can tell it when you you watch them sell and it's like, oh shit, like, you're not, you never been punched in the face. Like you don't do that when you get punched in the face. Like. It's, yeah, you gotta uh, have some realism to it. <laughs> yeah, and um, 
but I mean, like the paper cut, like everyone knows what a fucking paper cut feels like. And there's, and, and you know, a lot. Of, they like, had that Lego spot for a while. I mean, you know, everyone right? knows yeah. what, like the step on Legos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, man. I saw someone do one with uh, a Razor scooter and. Like, oh, right in the around. shit. Yeah, kicking around him in the shit. Oh. And I was like, that one, like, fucking brought me right back to that. I was like, shit, man. Bro. Like, yeah. I'm... I don't even have to. I don't even have to sell for that because it's like I'm like, oh, yeah. just a PTSD. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking my shins are destroyed from from the, uh, you know, I don't know those things, man. Those fucking razor scooters. Um, fucking, we're not we're not meant for kids. I don't know who the fuck marketed it for us, but no. Yeah, um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I was like fucking, man, like 17 or 18 when they came out. Um, but I got one, like right, right when they. Came out. <laughs> of course like, you did. I, like, I mean, yeah. here's the thing to get. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I had a friend that worked at uh, Bed Bath and Beyond, and so like there was those twenty percent off coupons that you always get from there. And then she had her fucking, uh, you know, employee discount. So nice. Otherwise, I wouldn't have got it. But yeah, I'm like I can get it for this cheap, like. But then I did I get made fun of a lot for fucking riding around that thing? Sure, <laughs> I fucking did, man. But man, I did got a lot of people to fucking get those things, man. Uh, Trends. There's my, yeah, there's my inner hipster of fucking razor scooters. Dude, like, <laughs> my inner hipster's like, yeah, dude, fucking got in on that razor scooter thing, and um, yeah, I mean, then then it's like, okay, well fucking loser man the razor scooter but like <laughs> fuck dude i i like it man I, I i still see him every once in a while yeah I'm like once in a while scooters are making a big comeback now like but i mean uh it's like they're like the rent bikes they're like rent scooters now oh yeah yeah dude those are they're fun they're fun to ride on i um in uh in minneapolis i was riding around on those um um it was fun, man. I, I fucking enjoyed it. And then I like, I ended up getting a little um, one that was kind of like that, but you know, so I was More. like, this is fun. Like I want to kind of ride around on this and I don't want to be in the city all the time, but yeah, dude, it, it's fun, man. Like I love it. Yeah. Why, why not fucking ride around on a scooter? It's okay. Like be a little old. Little old and fucking. It's good for your joints, you know. It's like yeah. it's saving you the the mileage on your on your knees. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I just fucking follow along. Uh, it was those, and then like, yeah, I had that, and like uh, the uh, like the uh, pedal assist bike. Going yeah. Around, like, <laughs> yeah. This shit. Yeah, I I grew up like uh, on on a big hill, and so like, nice. Yeah, it was nice going down, but then like then you have to fucking walk walk all the way up. <laughs> walk all the way back up. So yeah, got those those calf muscles going. But, um, yeah, man. Now it's like fuck. I don't want to. I don't want to do that shit. But um, uh, what was I gonna say? So like, what uh, let's see. What's what's one of like the weirdest spots you've done like that like whether it's a comedy spot or a fucking hardcore spot or whatever so i so i now have a spot 
modified out of Joey Rye. So I'm the so along with being the Wagyu beefcake, I'm the Peck Papa Poppy. Uh, so okay, it's it's me getting my nipples twisted. But... That's another one uh, that people everyone knows what it feels like. Yeah, a purple nurple, especially for us right. fat guys growing up with moves. Like yeah. everyone, everyone touched our tits back in the day. Like so, right. I like will pop them out, pop pop, and then just the guy will just bump back, and it's like it gets such yeah. a good good reaction. Like yeah, that's fucking awesome. I'll be the first one to say I took I took the Joey Ryan dick flip and put it on my tits. So. <laughs> yeah, I love it, man. Like and something like that, and then for whoever's taking it, I mean, like the easy bump. Yeah, that's not, not a bad fucking bump. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, okay, fine, sure, I'll do that one. Um, as some people come up and they got this fucking like really complex, like, uh, okay, I mean, I guess I'll, I'll take I, like, it because you know my my finishing maneuver is you know staring up at the lights for three seconds. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess that's what I'm taking. But yeah, like when someone's like, oh yeah, man, you just fucking. You know, flash your flash your boobs, dude. Yeah. Like, all right, fuck, cool, man. Like, yeah. One thing, one thing I've noticed, like, you really like get a like an appreciation for your like fellow worker when you're like suggesting like you like because I'm a bigger guy in the ring, so like when I'm like, they're like, oh, what if I like you know, and if they're going over, they're like, what if I like you know, like have you pass out? I'm like, I could just tap, and they're like, you 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 don't mind tapping? I'm like. Like, bro, it's, like, so wild, like, the concept of, you know, people not wanting to tap. Like, right. Submissions. It's way overdone. Yeah, like, right submission. Now. submissions are, like, the the one of the most realest thing we bring to the sport. Like, like yeah. I did judo and jiu-jitsu my whole life. And, like, That's if a it. fucking skinny guy on the street got, got me in an arm bar, like, I'm going to fucking, like, tap. That shit fucking can break my arm. Like, yeah. and, like, I don't have to be passed out to be to make you look strong bro like you know joints joints on the biggest guy are still very microscopic so you know an arm bar or a wrist lock can fucking tear that whole guy's you know in a shoot in a shoot fight would tear that fucking guy's arm off like like that so like it's all about ring psychology i mean i I get you know not making yourself look weak but you still gotta you know at the end of the day you gotta do what's best and make this look as legitimate as possible and that to me right. is like you know nothing is more legitimate looking than you know some fucking cruiserweight making some heavyweight tap out at a, like a you know a knee bar <laughs> right but you know it can happen and like that's it's what it is and like it's a uh, it's also fucking like it's nice when someone tells you that they have a fucking submission finish too so you're not doing some fucking crazy shit (laughs) you're like like, all right let's do it yeah i can do that i can fucking i can i can move around um yeah this is is awesome man um yeah dude like being able to you know figure stuff out like there's so much that was said you know when we were training like that I wish I would have got earlier, but it's just one of those things like you eventually like, like, yeah, whatever, like whatever, whatever I, I I'll do it. And then like, like, man, I should have, now I get it. Now I'm like fucking far enough in. And it's like, shit. Like I wasted a lot of years, like before I should have been doing that. Yeah. Um, 
you know, some some of it caught on, but yeah, some of it definitely took a, a long time to get to that spot. But yeah, you know, it's it's an ever evolving, ever learning fucking game yeah, right there. Yeah. Man. I mean indie indie wrestling or just pro wrestling in general, you never it's you're never done learning. You know, it's like it's just because you got graduated college doesn't mean there's not more to learn. <laughs> right. Yeah. Once you're not learning anything, then quit. Then exactly. Quit. Yeah. Then you're done. Like then start teaching. Yeah. Start right. Right. And yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. There's just so much of this. It's fun, and like, you, you meet all kinds of fucking people you wouldn't have met ever. Like. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of people that I fucking met. Like, if I would have fucking came across them anywhere else, you're like, who the no fuck way, is this person? <laughs> yeah, we would never be fucking hanging out. And then it's like wrestlers, like, oh, okay, well, it's just the other fucking wrestler, you know? Like, okay, like, oh, uh, makes sense. Yeah, like, okay, well, we're good then. But oh. um, so, uh, where can people find you? Either in person, uh, online, in a back alley, in <laughs> back alley, uh. You know, I'm married now, so all my glory, my glory whole days are gone. So, oh, okay, <laughs> uh, you can find me on Instagram at Wagyu underscore Beefcake. Uh, that's my personal on wrestling account. If you want to follow my cooking one, it's Guap's Grubs, and that's on Instagram and on YouTube. Um, and then my my X, not Twitter, my tw- my X now is at Real Guapo Grande. And then you can search Guapo Grande on YouTube and see all my cooking restaurant and wrestling videos all in one source <laughs> so do you do the editing for youtube videos then so i i um for my cooking show i'll, I'll between me and my wife and my one friend will will like take shifts editing so i got a good support system <laughs> cool yeah That's my, a big fucking help man yeah my wife went to went to school for uh for videography so it was it was very clutch but i uh i i, I was re- reluctant to uh, to find her in my life, but and check me out on Netflix, Easy Bake Battle. You know <laughs> the episode, holiday episode. <laughs> cool man, um, for sure. Well, dude, thanks for coming on. I'm happy I got to meet. And Likewise, Rusty man. I, I, hopefully, I'll see you some more at any OCW shows. <laughs> yeah, if I'm I'm back up the way. I keep thinking like it's so fucking far away, dude. But it's not. It's like well, right now it's like five hours probably right now. But it's not that far. Like I, I've, like, dude. Like when I was in, fuck. When I was in Utah, dude. Like it was, like you can go six hours to Vegas. Uh, oh wow! Really? Hour, yeah, eight hours to, fucking Denver, or like, uh, like, uh, or Seattle or fucking Portland was like, eleven or twelve. Wow. Dude, everything was fucking farce. Like five hours is not. Yeah, it's just hop skipping a job. Bad. Um, but yeah, man. Yeah, you know, hopefully I'll see you around there or somewhere if you're out. Like, yeah, maybe in Jersey or Philly or something. Yeah, hit me up, man. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we'll grab a, cool, man. We'll grab a pint. Likewise. Hell yeah! All right, brother. All right, have cool. a good one, man. Take care, everybody. Like and subscribe, Rusty Diamond. <laughs> Hell yeah! Like and subscribe to fucking Guapo Grande. So thank you everyone for being here and listening. Uh, yeah, if you want to be on the show, fucking hit me up. Uh, find me somewhere or email me, rescuediamondhypnosis at gmail.com. Call me, 503 974 
yep, I got that number. What you gonna do about it? So yeah, um, thanks to everyone for being here. And that is the show. Man, you know it. Boom. It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker. It's Rusty Diamond, motherfucker.